It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Everyone, it's Josephine here. I hope everybody is having a wonderful and productive week, and um, I hope everybody is getting ready for the holidays. It's a great special time of the year, and it's just so important to try to kick back and really shut down the specific and lock the door to your office and take some time to be thankful for our family and friends and good health. That I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving this week. And let's start our show off with the best tip. So my dear friend and great, wonderful producer, Eric Anderson, had given me um, business tips. So I'm going to share that with you today. And we both giggled. And his tip is always pay your bills. And let me tell you what that is so, so crucial and so important as business owners because it it's important that we have our credit as pristine as possible because you just never know when your business is going to take such a boom that you're going to need to have good credit so that you can get the loans you might need. So that is our business tip of the week. So I have to tell you, my listeners, you all know I get super duper excited when I get to interview another entrepreneur who has taken similar steps that I've taken with my Glovey's product. And today's guest is going to be incredible. I know it. Her name is Golit Harari, and Golit is the founder and CEO of Shoot And to tell you, she can the most amazing invention. I wish I would have known about it when my children were little. I am really not high of, of her for my nieces and nephews. So um, Galit has an amazing background. So I'll pull her on air right now. So talk a little bit about her background. So Galit, I want to welcome you to Paying It Forward. How are you today? I'm great, Josephine. Pleasure to speak with you. Oh, good. Galit, I know... You've been on a whirlwind the past couple of weeks, and I can't wait to hear all about, you know, your experience at the ABC Kids Show. But before we get to that, um, I'd love to give my listeners a little background about our guests. So can you tell us, um, let's start when you were younger. I always ask this question. Did you ever do something as a child that would make you think that you were going to be the successful entrepreneur you are today? Well, I think as a child, I was always very much business-oriented. Even in high school, I took a lot of business classes. And I really just, um, I liked earning money. And I started working at a young age because I just sort of enjoyed it. 
I've always had ideas. I worked at a young age and I sort of climbed that corporate ladder. And um, someone like you, Joseph, and I, I ended up staying home after my second child was born. But I did get a lot of experience through marketing and sales. And I really very much like sales. And I thought, you know, I'm going to take this time off. But when I had this great idea with this new product, I thought this is my opportunity to really um, show my passion and just start to build something from scratch. Well, this is great. Uh, what an amazing story you you have, and you truly are a big success. What I love about what you're doing now is, number one, you've got the background in sales that you have about because you've had, you know, executive positions both sales and marketing, and it's in retail, which is crucial and so important because now with product that you came up with that it solves the a problem it's a problem for so many things out there. i think the combination of both of both of them is going to give a foundation for your business where gosh i think you're just ready to, to take off <laughs> i know you are so um us a little bit more about your sales and marketing, marketing experience before we move on to shoe peas um, okay, so you're, you're breaking up a little bit. I'll, I'll try. I think you asked me to give a little bit more sales experience or um, some of my background. Is that what you're asking me, Josephine? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, well, essentially, my last position was with LVMH, the Louis Vuitton Group, which is the largest luxury group in the world. Um, I headed the wholesale division for one of their high-end jewelry lines. So um, you know, I do know what it takes to sort of launch a product. Granted, I'm not backed by such a huge company like the Louis Vuitton Group, but um, there is certainly a lot of work and a lot of knowing the right people and learning from the right people. So, you know, I think by knowing, um, you know, some of the experiences that I had with working with large companies, I've certainly utilized that with, with me just being starting on my own. Um, and since then, in the last uh, couple of years, I actually uh, did sell some equity shares in my company to a large equity group so that I don't have to worry about the financing, which can certainly many times hold some small companies back. Um, right. So that's been very helpful to me. Oh, wow. That sounds incredible. So now tell us what made you come up with this idea to come. I, I'm telling you, it's one of the best shoes on the market for any newborn up to how old? Up to 18 months, right? Yes. So I got the idea when my son was just a few months old. I received a gift. Um, with, it was one of those really popular baby shoes. I don't need to say the name. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, for the young walkers or two years and under, you know, what's recommended these days is soft sole baby shoes. Not like when we were younger, you would have the hard soles. So soft sole is really the way to go. But I've noticed that when he got the pair of baby shoes, my son happened to have real chubby, chubby feet. And I just had a very difficult time getting him to uh, just putting the shoes on him because of the elastic that they had on the top of the shoe. Additionally, when I finally was able to get the shoes on him, um, after wearing him for a couple hours and removing his shoes, I noticed there was elastic markings around the ankles. So clearly they were too, too tight, and I knew that mm -hmm. wasn't um, offering him a, a good fit. And of course, within just, uh, just a few weeks, actually, it was all, he basically grew out of it. Mm -hmm. So I just, with frustration and sharing with some of my other mom f friends, um, you know, I just remember thinking, gosh, this is so crazy. I mean, these shoes don't last very long. They're only sized every few months. 
and um, and they're just frankly uncomfortable. So I this was a time where I really came up with the idea, and I thought, you know, there's got to be something better. There's obviously a void in the market, and I just decided to sort of challenge myself by really initially making prototypes, and my goal was to come up with the most versatile baby shoe for um, for young walkers um, in the market today. So I think you definitely, definitely accomplished that goal. It's amazing to me that you received a patent, and I think you're just on your way. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we finally did get our patent this past year. We got our utility patent, and so um, that was really, really exciting for us because we're not just selling in the U.S., but we're selling abroad as well. I can't believe it, and you've already expanded into 17 countries. Amazing. Yes. Yes, actually, just this past week, we just added Hungary, so that's 18, so that's really Unbelievable. exciting. Unbelievable. So, Galit, tell me something. i got to watch the time here because we're going to get ready to come up on a break real soon. How did you do this so fast? I mean, you've only been doing this for a very short period of time. How many years is it now? Well, it's really been two full years, but the year before that, I was sort of, you know, trying to just get my sources, um, did a lot of testing, the prototypes. I mean, that just took a, a lot of time, but it really was uh, two years ago when we decided to go full force and go into retailers. I mean, launching into Babies R Us was was not so easy, um, but it really showed us that there was a demand there. The buyers loved the concept. Um, I feel like I've been doing this for a long time because I've really been full force at it. So it doesn't seem so short to me. But, you know, but the idea came really um, back when my, my son was in, in kindergarten. And, um, you know, just this past few years, you know, I was also trying to be very careful and cautious not to grow too quickly so you can still control, you know, your inventory levels and, and um, your, your distribution and where you are. Branding is a big part of, of my goal as well. We're trying to build a brand image. So, you know, I think with the help with the right people, you can get there. A lot of hard work and passion, but you can get there. Yeah, absolutely. And I hear your passion, and I, I'm just I'm amazed because you're talking to somebody that I've been doing this a long time, go eat with my product. It's taken me a little longer because I'm juggling so many balls. And, I mean, we that's a lot of my listeners always, you know, email me. How to manage it all, juggle it when you have children. I mean, I'm going to throw that question out to you, and then we're going to take a quick break. But how do you do it? Are you there? I I, so there, yeah, I lost you there. I think you, your last question to me was, "How do I manage kids and work?" Um, yes. Is that correct? Yes. yes. How do so you balance I have, it? Yeah, um, I'm very blessed. I have two amazing children. My my daughter Emily is 15 in high school, and I have a 10-year-old son Noah, and they're both great students, great kids. And um, I think organization is key. I go over my list the night before, and I've done this forever. I, I make a list, and the day of, I know what's expected. And if there's things I don't accomplish, then they go on to the next day, and I basically – I have my priorities and things that have deadlines will be taken care of first. So I certainly utilize little things when it comes to kids like carpooling. So we have a, um, a set schedule with that. Um, that helps. And as far as business goes, I give myself weekly goals and I really try to strive to meet those goals. And I think that, you know, even if you, 
reach out to somebody, you don't hear back, you do follow-up. Um, you started mentioning earlier, we, we did just do, do our first trade show in Vegas last month, and um, we did very well. We we're very excited, and oh, follow-up is a big part of it, too. I can't talk about that because I know a lot of my listeners attended that show as well. But, you know, we're coming up on a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the ABC Kids show. So That's hang great. in there, everyone, and we'll be right back with all the we'll be right back with more paying it forward with josephine jirasi right after these on toginet.com if you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. Hour. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for B-Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be is Up to Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Right here. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. It's Josephine here, and I'm so thrilled to have my guest, Golit Harari, with us. She's the founder and CEO of Shoe Peas. And right before break, um, Golit started to tell us about her wonderful experience at the ABC Kids Show in Las Vegas just about a month ago. So, okay, it's all yours, Golit. Tell me the great news. What happened there? Well, there's one thing I will say. This is for all other entrepreneurs that have a product that's, um, you know, want to make into the market or is currently just introduce themselves at the market. Trade shows, I think, is just so essential for any company. And uh, attending, exhibiting at the ABC Kids Show in Las Vegas last month, that was the first time. And we just got very lucky. We got amazing feedback. But additionally, um, uh, Brixie, which is it's a membership um, retail um, association, had hosted a breakfast for the buyers that uh, the second morning of the show, 
and they had picked, chosen, or I should say, Shoopies as the, the best, most innovative product of the show. So due to that, we ended up getting lots and lots of buyers at our booth and placing lots of orders all over the U.S., and that was, for us, was uh, sort of the icing on the cake, um, aside of getting some other international accounts that uh, were really going to be very valuable to us. So meeting people as well at the show, everybody was extremely nice and extremely helpful, and it was just a great experience. We have already pre-registered for next year, so we'll definitely be back, and we will be doing other shows as well. Oh, I'm so happy. It just sounds so, so amazing. I mean, what were you thinking when all these buyers were coming out of nowhere and you didn't realize that you won the award? Actually, I thought it was odd. We didn't, my, my partner and I were looking at those thinking we didn't have that many appointments, really. So into the day, we're finally, I finally just asked one of the buyers, you know, I, how did you hear about us? You know, how are these people coming? And it wasn't, it was the one buyer who said, well, didn't you hear? You know, you, you guys were picked at Brixie's breakfast. I hadn't even known what Brixie was, frankly, at, at that Me time. Me either. Yeah, that's so funny. So, um, so it was just, you know, it was very lucky for us that, um, that, that our name was put out there. It's really the, the best PR, <laughs> best free PR ever, you know, because yeah. word of mouth, you know, someone respects an organization and an organization recommends a company, of course, they're going to want to listen and work with them. So that was really fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy for you. It's just, it's such a good feeling hearing you're a success because it's an inspiration to so many out there. So I think this is great. So, all right, let's talk about, um, let's talk a little bit about the shoes. So where are the shoes made? Well, the shoes are made in China. I mean, I will add that I made every effort to try to make them here in the U.S., and it was just extremely, extremely challenging. So we do make everything in China. We do maintain the warehouse in China as well as here in California. So oh, wow. our international distributors get it from China, and everybody else gets it from the U.S. Now, how did you hook up with um, with the warehouse in China? Did you do that through the manufacturer? Um, the the person I had brought on um, as a partner in the last couple of years basically has a lot of experience with sourcing and the manufacturing. This was one thing that I lacked as far as experience, and um, essentially he's kind of taken over all the sourcing. And um, we basically he was the one who was in charge of um, finalizing a factory as well as the um, the, uh, the factory arranged for the distribution um, facilities over there in China. Oh, I think that's great. Okay, wonderful. So now you just said something super important. You decided to take on a partner. How difficult was that decision for you? That's a really great question, and I will say that it was extremely, extremely difficult. Prior to agreeing to take on this partner, I've had – multiple interests from previous partners who were very much interested in getting on board and a, a decision that has you know cannot be taken likely um, I finally agreed to this partner because of his experience and we certainly complement one another and I think the goal of really building something is to you know, to listen to understand when there's something that you don't know how to do but they do to learn from each other and you know I work very well with sales and marketing and, and social media and he handles pretty much all the logistics uh, manufacturing when you're dealing with babies products you have to test everything it has to be in compliance 
so it was a decision that I made after much, much, um, you know, thinking and doing research, but I think it was the right choice for me. Oh, it really does sound it. So what happened? Did he, did he approach you or was it word of mouth or how does that work? Because I know there's a lot of people out there that just get so frightened at the thought of being, bringing on a partner. But in your case, it just seems like it turned into a win-win situation. Um, so far it has. Um, you know, it's something you have to really do your, your research on. I mean, you have to have a, the right contract and to make sure that there's no issues later on. Um, yeah, it, I was approached by, by this person, and uh, basically, uh, you know, we, we decided to make a business plan, and we were very much in agreement and we were looking at a long-term um, um, company as a, as versus short-term. Uh, I will add that I had also met with a very large company that manufactures shoes and um, they were very much interested at the time in just buying my patent off of me at the time I was patent pending so I think that um, it was sort of out there and um, I was one time working with the licensee but um, it was a situation that I didn't see the growth potential so so it was out there but there's companies that can actually help you find um, investors. Um, that's not hard to do. What's the hardest thing is to find the right partnership. And I know it's not easy. And you have to really work with your instincts and with trust and to do your homework beforehand. Yeah, I think that this is all great. So um, the whole thing about a partnership in a small business is they become part of a family. And if it doesn't work out, it's it's just it could be crippling to the company, and I think that's why, to go back to what you said, you've got to do your research and get every contract you can get in place and think of every scenario that could possibly come up and address it before any issues come up. I, I think Very that might true. be the secret. Very true. Uh, the hardest thing is to review the contract or the agreement and just make sure that all the, you know, the I's and the T's are crossed and, you know, you should be able to put it away and never have to worry about looking at it again. And you're right. I mean, this, my partner is almost like my second husband, technically. You know, we, yeah. we, are, we, we discuss, um, you know, work every day. There's always an, an issue that may come up. And um, now that we're dealing with international accounts, it will become more and more busy and we're now – you know, we have to be in the same agreement. You know, what do we do next? Do we hire, bring on additional staffing and, and so forth? So you're very much right. It's like a family, and um, you have to really just communicate uh, any issues. Don't hold back. I, my take is spill them out from day one, and don't hold back because they will tend to accumulate, and that's not a good thing. Great. Oh, I love that advice. This is great. So um, I just had a question on my – okay, so now you're, we know that they're manufactured in China. We know that you got an incredible partner, which has helped you scale the business, which is the important thing. Where are the shoes sold now in the United States? So in the U.S., they're sold in the select boutiques across the U.S. There's quite a lot of them. And the best way, and people always ask me, well, you know, where can I find you? I always say go to the website and go under the location tab and simply put in your zip code and you will get a listing of the closest stores nearest you. As far as mass retailers, we did launch at Babies R Us, but we basically offer them an exclusive on our lower tier um, collection. 
So what they carry is a different style than the what the boutiques carry. And um, we are also on Amazon, and we're in diapers.com as well. Okay, great. Okay, so that sounds like a great um, a great plan because it's amazing what Amazon can do, isn't it? I mean, I'm selling it my really is on Amazon, and it's like we go to sleep at night and wake up to all these orders in the morning. And years ago, that just didn't exist as an option for us. So it's amazing no. to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, and just to get your brand out there. I mean, that's the, the most challenging part with my product is just getting an awareness. So by being on a national site, it really helps to, to just spread the word. Yeah, I think that's great. So let's talk a little bit about the boutiques. How are you managing to get into the boutiques? Do you have any tips for anybody out there that has an interest in doing that? Yeah, well, so I think the best way is to find a reputable rep group, um, one that preferably has a showroom in place. So, for example, we do have a showroom in the L.A. Mart um, for the, that handles the West Coast. And then we also have um, a showroom in New York. Um, and I think that if you can essentially, you know, get the right rep team, you should be in good hands. Um and, um, you know, a lot, many times early on I had some stores calling me, but, you know, with small orders. But if you really want to get out there to the boutiques, I think the best is to have a rep- representative who's got experience. And showrooms are the best ones. Yeah, I think that's really, really smart. My product isn't really geared towards something like that, but I know one of my guests that was on, she has um, clothing for young girls, and she always – you know, swears by those showroom reps as well. And she's gotten to be really, really big. So um, that was a great, great um, point of, you know, point that you brought up. So, all right, we've already talked about how many countries you're in. Congratulations on your 18th country. That's a big deal. And um, we know that getting your brand out there is so important but so difficult because – my experience with this goalie is I can take my brother for an example. He had um, he does shows in the MMA world, which is um, what the heck? It's the martial arts world, and we had helped him try to get his show, you know, out there in the real world and everything. But it's so funny how when you're working in your own office, we see our brand and our products over and over and over again. And it's almost like we assume everybody else knows about our stuff because it's in our own little world. It's not the case at all. It's so important to get out there and get your brand out there. And it's not an easy thing to do. So I can't wait to discuss more about how we can get the press that we need to to let the world know that we exist. Um, and let's talk more about branding. So we're coming up on another quick break, but when we come back, everyone stay with us, and we'll let you know how to get the word out about your company to everybody. So hang in there, everyone, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. 
kids? Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriend at Principal was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward. The show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have Galit Harari with us today. She is the founder and owner of Shoe Peas, and Shoe Peas are an amazing product. I want to say new, so it's a new product out there for newborns up to 18 months old, and these are amazing, amazing shoes. So I just want everybody, if you get a chance after the show, try to go to the website. It's www.shoepeas.com. And Galit, I want to say, I think you did an amazing job with the video you put on your website. I mean, it just says it all quick and easy. So let's talk about branding. What are your ideas about branding? Do you have any kind of tips for my listeners here? I think the most important thing is to stay true to the product and keep it as simple as possible because you want to get your message across and to essentially, um, in, in just a quick one-step, you know, vision, just to, to know what your product is. Um, our packaging was challenging because we had to basically explain what the product was uh, very quickly, just three little steps, which I think we ultimately got down. And um, knowing knowing your demographics and where you know who your client is, it's pretty much uh, everything. I think your packaging is great and so interesting. I cannot believe, am I correct in saying that you had an intern work on the packaging? 
Um, yeah, well, you know, interns will, for just to gain experience, they will do that as well, and which is really great. And it also goes into finding the right people. So there's so many talented people out there. It's just a matter of, you know, finding them and not giving up until you get the right, the right people. We've had people work on our website that weren't always the right fit, and now we have a great team. So I think it's, um, it's about getting the right team um, on your side because, you know, when you win, it's, it's everyone's, everyone's win as well. Oh, yeah. I think that that's so, so important. And, you know, sometimes it's trial and error, unfortunately. And I've had that experience myself, even with my website and my packaging. You know, unfortunately, I had to do it over until, you know, it hit home and it was the right right thing. You know, so as entrepreneurs, unfortunately, sometimes it's trial and error. And, and you will you hear that right. all the time with, with, you know, with entrepreneurs that you just, you can't just give up based on, you know, one mistake. You just, you just have to learn from it and then move on. And that's yeah. pretty much, we've done that. <laughs> I, I think it's great though, but I love the website because I think it's so clean looking and it's right to the point. It's no, somebody's not trying to guess what you're trying to sell. It's all right there for you. And, uh, it's a great, great product, so I'm I'm just thrilled for you. I think you're doing great. Thank you. So, all right, so let's move on. So, okay, that's what we have going on as far as branding goes. How about press? Have you had any press? We have. We've, we've been very fortunate that way, but I will share that um, in the first six months, we brought on a press person who, who specializes in the juvenile industry. And again, this does cost, so it depends, you know, where you are in your business and sort of how to weigh the, the cons and the pros with this. But for us, it worked out great. We were able to get in several magazines, including People.com, and um, by just for being in People.com, we were named in one of the, the top, the 20 baby shower and new moms get the little, that they're the best ones. And I can say that just by being in there, our, our sales, our online sales just skyrocketed during oh, that time. But we've been in lots of other um, media publications as well, which has really helped us to spread the word. And um, such media um, like magazines like Baby Talk, you know, Pregnancy and Newborn, American Baby, I mean, all those really help to get you out there, including eShop, which is a very reputable magazine in, in the trade. So whatever your product is, learn your industry and try to reach out. And even if you can't, necessarily hire a, a PR person, you can do a lot of these yourselves, especially now we've got such access to social media and with bloggers out there, there's so many bloggers. So, and then through LinkedIn, I will, I will add as well, through LinkedIn, I got many, many um, additional accounts, not just in the U.S., but also internationally. There are many um, clubs or associations that you can join. And so at that point, you're really focusing on what you do, and it will really um, surprise you um, the number of people that are out there that um, are interested in, you know, whatever it is you want to get out there, whatever product it is. Just stay focused and go into the associations, whether it be LinkedIn, even Facebook, or Mm -hmm. social media with bloggers. That will all just sort of start rolling as you get involved. This is great. So now, are there any clubs on LinkedIn that you think any other mom entrepreneurs out there should really consider joining? Well, there is, for myself, um, 
at LinkedIn, I'm, I'm a member of the Footwear Association, but there's also uh-huh. there's Baby. I mean, if you simply uh, Google, you know, Baby Associations, I mean, a whole bunch of them will come out, probably more than you need. And it's just a matter of, for me, I look at the number of members, and, you know, once you start getting into one, you'll, you know, you'll get information from others, and it will just sort of, like, take on itself, basically. So um, there isn't one specific one, but um, you can, you know, there's Baby Expo Network. I mean, you can just essentially start um, enrolling in them. Um, some of them really uh, admire um, moms, inventors, um, or just, you know, uh, depending on your, the, com- the size of your company. I mean, they're out there. There's definitely no, there's, there's no lack of them. You just have to just continue and, and just um just keep looking for there's there's a maternity baby and toddler um, clubs as well. So whatever your category is, just really focus on that. And by just going into a few, you'll start get you know learning more and more of, of all the other ones that are out there. Great. So on the subject of social media, Galit, one of um, the questions that comes up a lot on my show is. How much time should a small business owner spend on social media? Well, that's a great question because you could be spending hours and days, and you know you have to really make sure that you put in your you know time is the most valuable you know asset for us as, as building a business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I limit. I do get a lot. I, I get over 100 emails a day, at least, from bloggers and, and interested parties and moms who are just you know. Um, you know, have like Facebook accounts, and they, you know, they would like to get your, you know, your product and give out as giveaways. And we've done a few. Um, some are, you know, are, are are better than others, but it really gets it out there. I would. Um, this goes back to the list that I had mentioned early on. Make a list, whether you do it daily or you do it weekly. But you have to basically prioritize what's important. Do the things that are most important first, and then if you have time for the things that are not uh, a priority then you can do those, you know, towards the end of the day. The great thing with social media, you could do it at 12 o'clock at night or at 12 o'clock, you know, during the day. It doesn't really matter. You can get out there. Um, you can really take advantage of Facebook. And uh, we actually partnered. I had met this great gal at the ABC Expo who owns a clothing, uh, baby clothing company. So together we partnered and we offered a couple of outfits and a couple of pairs of shoes to two lucky winners, and we did that. And, it really helped to, you know, get our likes up in our Facebook pages just to get to spread the word. And with that came additional sales to people who had not heard of, of our product but really liked it. So there's a lot of many options and lots of opportunities. Wow, that sounds great. I mean, when you went to the show, you had no idea you'd end up doing that. Isn't that amazing how the marketing That's ideas? That's great. And it was something that she had um, suggested because she had done it before with other lines. And for us, it was new. It was a, a new thing to get into. But uh, I think that really helped us more than double our likes on our Facebook because I haven't focused so much on that. Um, my challenge has been really to work more into the, in the U.S. to spread the word because it seems like it's been much easier to get distributors overseas. So this year, um, my goal is to really spread the word in the U.S. Oh, wow. This is great. I love this. So, all right. So we got social media down. Let's move on. So what advice can you give other entrepreneurs who have a great idea? Don't give up. 
um, even through the, the trials, which you will have, make a plan. And, you know, I always, I always, for me, I always think of the three P's, passion, persistence, and perseverance. And, you know, you're going to need all three to, to move forward. And I think too often people will just, you know, give up too soon. And I think if you always look at the real successful people, even when they came against a wall, they really just looked for other ways to find an open door. So that's really what I would suggest. I think this is great. So um, now I have a question that just popped into my head. How do your kids feel about you being a business owner? You know, there's been times where they want me around a little bit more, but they certainly understand. I always, you know, try to lead by example. And I think if there's one thing that this has taught them is that hard work really does pay off. And I think, uh, you know, I think some others will probably agree with me. I think kids tend to have it a little too easy now. And I think uh-huh. they just, they appreciate and they really respect. They also get to have mom around pretty much any time where previously when I used to work, I used to my previous job entailed traveling, so now I'm definitely around more. But um, I think they're just really, really proud when they see me in the magazine or they, they see the shoes, um, you know, mentioned somewhere. They just get super, super excited. So, <laughs> you know, I think kids really, they, kids learn not really from what you tell them, but what they see, what you show them. So I think it really helped to build really great disciplinary and just, you know, hard work um, ethics. I think this is great. So I'm curious to know, do you watch Shark Tank with your kids? I'm I'm just (laughs) smiling right now. My kids love that show. And when I was at the, at the, um, at the expo, every other person came up to me and said, you have to go on Shark Tank. You have to go on Shark Tank. So here's the thing. I mean, at this point, we really don't need the money right, because right. we're backed up. But the just to get our name oh, out sure. would be fantastic. So I can. I, I think I'm a huge fan of that show. I'm a huge fan. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I actually record it and I get to watch it with the kids. So it's fun. I think that's great. I think you're. Re- I know you're ready for Shark Tank. So um, <laughs> you'll have to promise me you'll come back on my show after Shark Tank. But it may we happen. Are. We shall see. You never know. Uh, yeah. I, I know it will happen. I have this good feeling, but we're getting ready for another commercial. And when we come back, I can't wait to hear the five best business tips that Galit is going to share with us. So this is just a great interview. I'm thrilled with it. And um, everyone, hang in there. We'll be right back. Thanks. <laughs> We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. 
For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for B-Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be is Up to Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and we have Galit Harari with us today. And um, Galit is the founder and owner of Shoe Peas. So, Galit, could you please tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you in case they want to buy your great shoes? Absolutely. Uh, the best way to reach me is um, either you can go to the Shoopies website, um, S-H-U-P-E-A-S.com, or just go to info at Shoopies. I will get those emails sorted directly to me. And, you know, feel free to ask any questions. I, I'm always here to, uh, to help in any way I can. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, great. And I know you have some really good news about a giveaway. Yes, I'm, I'm happy to, to do a giveaway for your listeners, Josephine. Um, if uh, All it takes is um, just go to the Shoopies Baby Shoes Facebook page. You can either just go to Facebook and type in Shoopies Baby Shoes, and it will take you directly there, or go to the website at shoopies.com and click on the Facebook link, and it will take you there. And just put in if you would like to win a girl or a boy size, and what I will do is at the first week um, of, um, or I should say the last week of December, we will go ahead and we'll pick two winners. We'll pick one for a boy and one for a girl, and I will contact those winners. It will be a random drawing, and I will ship them each a pair of Shoopies Baby Shoes. Wonderful. That sounds perfect. So, all right, let's move on um, to our wonderful business tips. The first business tip you had sent in is don't be afraid to ask questions from those with more experience. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, you know, I will say that early on, I, something as simple as a line sheet, I was not familiar exactly what it needed. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until I got the reps to really explain to me what a good line sheet needed to to have. So, you know, if you're starting something new and there's, there's words in the trade that you're not familiar with, ask right away because I can guarantee you they'll keep coming up and then they'll just set you back. So don't be afraid. And, and people always do want to help. So always ask. Okay. That's a great, great, great tip. Tip number two, use social media to its fullest. 
Yes, I've found that for us to really spread the word and what's really been very helpful with our online sales is to use social media as best as you can. And again, it just you have to make a decision of how much time you can devote to it. It is something that can't be very time-consuming. Um, but um, by doing some giveaways, by just all these things really help to get your the name of your product out very quickly and to a very large audience in a short time frame. Perfect. Okay, tip number three, make the business plan early on. That's right. Uh, you got to do that very early on so you know exactly what your goals are. And in order to fulfill your goals, you have to try to be as specific as possible. You know, how big do you want to get? What kind of inventory are you going to order? How many stores do you want to go into? What kind of stores, a specialty or, or mass retail? And these are all things that need to be addressed early on so that they will eliminate mistakes later on that could be very costly. So my question to you, Galit, is did you write a business plan on your own as, I guess, a solopreneur? And then did you redo that business plan once you had your partner come in? Yes, I have because it did take a, uh, the partner didn't come on right away. So I originally had my own business plan, which also entailed, you know, um, achievable or you know estimated sales um, in the first year and the second year. We literally made a five-year plan originally from on my own, and that kind of came with my background. It's something that I've always been accustomed to doing. When I brought the partner on board, we also worked on another business plan so we could see, and that basically included international sales and. Um, trying to figure out um, the strategy as far as budgets, um, which are very important to try to, to maintain and not exceed. And so um, it doesn't matter if you do a one-year plan or a five-year plan, but you have to be in line with whoever it is that you're working with um, and just try to make those numbers. I think that's great. So now that we're talking about budgets and business plans, I have a question that comes up quite often on the show. When did you decide to bring on employees? Because as a startup company, a lot of times I hear the owners say that that's the biggest decision they have to make, is that the money is not coming in exactly at that time, but they've decided they just can't do everything on their own anymore. What would you say yeah. to that? That's right. You know, you you have to really weigh your pros and cons. For us, for example, we needed to have a customer service person that's there. I mean, there, there comes a point where you have to decide, okay, I'm going to put my focus in this area so I can continue to grow and expand. But by doing so, you have to bring someone else to fill the other gaps. So we do have a, a customer service person that helps with shipping, and that just is can be very time-consuming, but that takes away – um, a great deal of time from my partner, my my daily um, um, r routine. We also at one point did bring on a PR person, things that other people can do, you know, that we don't need to to basically take on, and they can do faster because of their experience. We're okay. actually looking now for um, for a main person to oversee the reps and um, try to you know work with retailers, so someone with experience in that. And that was a, even a more uh, serious conversation because that's uh, another salary and, and a quite steep salary that we're going to be taking on. So you just have to really make sure that um, you, know, you weigh the, the, the positives and the negatives, and obviously the, the positives have to outweigh the negatives by significantly to make it worth the while. Perfect. Okay. 
Tip number four, attend trade shows whenever possible for exposure and confirmation of product demand. I think that is so, so, so important because no matter how good you think your product is, it's not good if nobody is buying your product and nobody buys into your concept. So I think that was a brilliant tip. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little more about that? I mean, that's one thing I will say. I mean, you can have your family and your friends telling you what a great idea you have, but I'll tell you, you go to a trade show, and that will, the response you're going to get from the buyers and everyone at the show, that will validate if, if um, you know, if your product has leg, essentially. And if you place the orders, then you know you're in, you're in good standing. And there are, there are other um, booths that unfortunately did not have any sales, and that was sort of heartbreaking. But at least you know you want to know early on if if you, you know your product is worth pursuing. Um, I think also just to, to just to get a presence, to get your name out, and to learn from people who have done this before you have, and and they can share mm-hmm. their input. You know, one thing always leads to another. I mean, the, the connections, the networking, and of course expanding your distribution. I mean, trade shows, you can't go wrong. Just make sure that you do your homework before and you attend the correct trade show for your product. I think that's a great piece of advice, but I have to tell you, my first trade show that I had gone to, I didn't, I could not imagine how much work was involved. And now that I know how trade shows, you know, work, Mm -hmm. I don't know what you think, Elite, but a lot of the work has to be done before you even get take that flight to go to the trade show. You know, you really well, got to get the word out to let people know that you're actually going to be there. And not yes. only that, there's a ton of work to do when you come back home. So it's so important to be organized. It's so important to be organized. I think doing the first show is really the most time-consuming. We've built our booth. We, we know more really what to expect. I mean, we 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 know exactly you know for the next time around what we missed what you know we need to do so i think the first show will always be the scariest but i think that no matter what even if you don't get it 100% right you can only benefit and and i will agree that after the show is a lot you know a lot of the follow up is everything you want to make sure that you didn't you know that you take advantage of all the opportunities that are out there and, um, you know, but either way, though, I think trade shows has a huge, huge plus for any new company. Just, you know, just make sure you're in the right show because there's so many out there and many will try to get you to, to to represent yourself. But, you know, that's part of you doing your homework before and after. I think that's so important. So do you have a special system that you use, a CRM system? to keep everything organized because I'm sure you came home with, you know, 100, 200 business cards from the show. Right. And that's actually one of the things we're going to do differently next time. But when we had our laptops and um, next time we will bring an actual book so we can put all the business cards in there already. And even for all the accounts that we had placed orders for, to keep it in category by region in the U.S. And I think that's one thing that we missed last time, so it's a really good point that you brought that out. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, with computer age, you can really minimize how much paperwork you need to carry, but nonetheless, little things like business cards that you wouldn't think about, you got to organize yourself, and so you can make little notes as well, who to follow up and how to, you know, when to follow up, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that that's so, so great. So, all right, it looks like we have just a minute or two left to the show. 
So, Galit, tell us, um, do you have a special app? What's your favorite app that helps you stay on top of your business? Do you have anything you know, like that you'd like to share with us? Um, I don't know if there's any one special one. Um, you know, I, for me, I'm just sort of, uh, I, I do what I'm used to doing. You know, I've, I've, I've got the website. I've got an Excel spreadsheet. I keep everything very organized for my Excel sheet. And, um, you know, just always try to make a list so I can prioritize what needs to be done. And, I mean, the work is always there, but just maintaining within your goals and your deadlines, I mean, I think that's everything. That's great. So I'm just in a position with my company now, and I'm just trying to decide, does it make sense to invest money in a system that would actually pull a lot of the daily information together? Um, but it's so funny that I hear you say your Excel spreadsheet because that's what I currently use. And there's a part of me that keeps saying there's got to be a better way, but I'm not so right. convinced about that. I well, think keeping it yeah, simple it, is important. Yeah. Uh, keeping it simple so you don't get overwhelmed. We do have, um, you know, another company that sets us up for, from our distribution center. So they, through that app, we get, we keep track of our best sellers, for example. Yeah. We keep track of the quantities per account. And, um, you know, we have the names if, you know, at the click of a button. I don't look at those daily. I look at those quarterly. It's important that I know which styles are selling, which styles are not selling. So, um, yeah, but that can perfect. be costly. Yeah, right. So you just have so to decide, you know, what works within your budget. Yeah. Yes. I think this is great. But I have to tell you, Galit, I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being a, a guest on Paying It Forward. You've been so helpful. And everybody, please do go to Shoe Peas and purchase these wonderful, wonderful shoes. Thanks, It's Galit. been such a pleasure. Thanks. Have a great day, and everyone, have a great productive week, and I'll see you again next week on Paying It Forward. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Tarasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments.